I'm your international homeboy, the incredible DJ360. In the words of DMC, I've stood on many stages and held many mics. I've also rocked crowds around the world on the two turntables. I'm here to share my experiences with music and education with you. And it's your boy Cool Rock, a.k.a. Cool Rock Steve from the legendary Fat Boys. I got the hit albums, I got the hit movies, I got all that. Welcome, Welcome to 360 University. to all the people out there i'm your international homeboy the incredible dj 360 along with my co-host your boy cool rock to the ski original fat boy original man y'all legendary man i'm just happy to be on the podcast with you man we and we would like to welcome you to another lesson at the 360 university podcast man we are here cool we back in the house man lesson two let's get it yeah, man, excited. Excited about the first one, double excited about the second one. You know, progress is coming along pretty good. Yeah, progress is coming along, man. As a matter of fact, um, we, we, you know, the, the first podcast has been getting steady, um, or the first lesson has been getting a steady um, uh, amount of people listening, man. It's been pretty cool so far. I can't complain. Um, as a matter of fact, like we talked about um, previously, cool, we, of course, you know, people are listening in the United States. Um, down south in Texas, man, and um, um, parts of Texas like Pearland, which is on the south side of Houston, um, Missouri City, which is close to that, and then Douglasville. We got a couple listens from Douglasville, Georgia, man, Elkton, which is up there. I believe it's in Minnesota um, or, or Colorado. They got a, they got a couple Elktons, so I'm not exactly sure which state that one's in. There's about five or six um, Elktons that I saw. Um, but we, we were listening, people were listening to Detroit, man, um, Elk Grove, which is right, right outside of Sacramento, California, um, Mountain View, which is south of San Francisco. So, wow. and we've also reached, um, China. We got Alain, which is, a um, one of the, um, Emirates of the UAE, which is the United Arab Emirates outside of Dubai and Abu Dhabi. And, um, so, wow. so we spreading around, man, you know, we we're one, one episode in, but the you know, one thing about the internet once you upload something, it goes around the world as opposed to just being local or whatever you're doing or stateside. Right. It's around the world, man. How you feel about the, being around the world? Cool. You, I know it's nothing new to you, man. Oh, it's cool. I mean, it's a different kind of around the world for me. You know, um, I don't have to travel. <laughs> <laughs> so, right, right. I just exactly. sit down and talk crap. You know? <laughs> <laughs> right. And that's, a, and that's the thing, man. It's, it's, a, it's an amazing feeling to be able to touch people all over the world um, from your you know, from where you're comfortable. But you know what I'm looking forward to? And you and one one thing that's cool about being an independent um, podcast, man, we can pick up and, you know, record and, and do podcasts from anywhere, locally, in any state, any country, man. So I'm looking forward to doing some remote stuff, man, just hopping on a plane. You and me, we might hop up and pop up in uh, uh, Hawaii somewhere and do a do an episode out there, you know what I'm saying, off one of the That'd islands. Be dope. Man, so, but, um, you know, 
we, we had this conversation, Cool, about not only just hip-hop culture and, and hip-hop in general, but um, we were talking previously, man, about how sports and hip-hop is related. Um, right. You know, uh, um, so that's, the, that's, that's the, the basis of this particular lesson is how is hip-hop um, somewhat or a lot like sports? You know, we're talking about professional sports. We're talking about college or whatever the case is. Um, I grew up in a city in the Bay Area, man, um, right outside of San Francisco, maybe about a minute and a half, literally, if you're in a certain part of, of San Francisco and you go about maybe less than five minutes south, you'll be in the city that I was raised in, which is called Daly City. You know what I'm saying? Right. I was born in San Francisco, raised in Daly City, and I'm about to draw a parallel between hip-hop and sports right quick. So... In this city called Daly City, I didn't, we didn't, uh, everybody who's listening who might be from Daly City or the surrounding cities, honestly, we didn't see a bunch of projects and homelessness and despair. And, you know, it's basically a suburb of San Francisco, you know, middle class families, um, you know, couple parent households. Some of them, you know, were, were very, you know, you know, a lot of them hardworking families and single mothers at, at some points and I had a couple friends who might have been raised by their aunts or their grandmothers or whatever but going down the streets in the city we didn't see much um, despair and, and, and you know like you might find in the inner city around the state of California like if you go into the cities of San Francisco downtown or or if you go to Oakland or other you know other places around the country like Compton or you know Miami Liberty City or in parts of Brooklyn and New York we didn't see that but right. if we go into these downtowns or these cities we see you know, if I was going into Hunter's Point, shout out to all my folks out in Hunter's Point, Sunnydale, Lakeview, Fillmore District, we would see that element of, you know, where 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 the tough grow up, you know what I'm saying? Or where the only the strong survive, like they say. And I had a lot of experience with the hip hop from San Francisco, Oakland, and the Bay Area coming from these particular areas that had, you know, hard times or they had a lot of street soldiers who we're, we're making decisions to do something different, you know, than slang and dope or whatever right. the case may have been. And I'm sure you got a similar story. Um, but from these, from this despair or from this lack of having something came a rise of power. You know, this is what I saw. And I saw that there were some people that didn't have a lot of money. They didn't have the freshest clothes or the freshest shoes and driving in the freshest cars, but they had talent whether it was athletic talent or whether it was talent um, on the microphone or, or to sing, to draw, whatever the case was. So in music, in hip hop, I saw firsthand by moving around these cities because I was all over the Bay Area as a, as, as a teenager and everything. So I saw East Oakland, I saw Lakeview, I saw Hunter's Point, I saw Sunnydale. And I saw how people were almost at their wits end, especially parents like trying to figure out what are we going to do to get out of this situation? And they got this, right. this, their son or their nephew or their cousin who is the star athlete, quarterback, point guard, um, lineman, receiver, cornerback, uh, uh, center, you know what I'm saying? Or if they played soccer or baseball, they were doing it. And these parents and these family members may have looked at that child like, yo, this is going to be our ticket out of here. And so yeah. not only with athletics, but I draw a parallel. I look across the street and I see this, talented MC or this DJ or maybe a graffiti right. artist and they had the similar they had similar stories so I'm saying all this to say that hip-hop and athletics 
And, you know, some of the guys and girls, ladies and gentlemen who are, who become professionals, they have a similar story. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, you may have a rags to riches story in hip hop and you have the same rags to riches story or a similar rags to riches story in athletic with an athlete, with, a, you know, an um, a, a athlete who has nothing to lose. But they're giving their right. all. They're pouring their heart out on that basketball court or they're putting their heart into those lyrics or those beats that they're making or they're staying up all night because they got a raggedy turntable, the one that was passed down from their uncle, a belt-driven turntable, right. and they practicing their skills. They're scratching. They, they mixing the best they can. Then finally they get that gig or they get that starting job. You know what I'm saying? And they start doing right. gigs and then they get better and better. Then they come professional athletes and they practice, practice, practice. They run in those heels. They run in those bleachers. They become professional athletes and then they become a professional artist or MC, DJ, whatever it is. So it's like with this particular um, lesson of the podcast, we're focusing on how hip hop and mu um, the musical part of hip hop, the artistry of hip hop, whether it's a DJ or an MC, um, is parallel to that young kid or that, that, that young boy or that young girl in the hood that wants to find a better way for their family. And that's, that's right. part of my story. What, tell me, I mean, you know, what, what, what went on in your neck of the woods where you saw, you know, um, a similar story between hip-hop and athletics, man? Oh, it, it was all around you. I mean, I grew up in Brooklyn, New York, so it's pretty much we had two of everything as far as sports teams. Right. Two hockey teams, two baseball, two basketball, two football. Um, so it was all around us. It was directly um, pointed in our direction because we played football all day. We played um, basketball. We played baseball. So the struggles that these guys took to um, these ball players um, took to get to their level, it's pretty much the same way we took to get to our musical level. So everybody came from – you don't have a lot of um, athletes who came from rich backgrounds. Right. That's what I'm saying. Um, you can count on your fingers, count on one hand, pretty much, how many athletes came from a, a well-off background. Everybody came from impoverished, um, maybe one-family homes, um, food stamps, all kinds of stuff. Right. Came from that kind of background. And it, and it, and it paralleled into hip-hop as well. Um, hip-hop was from the streets. It, it grew up from the streets. It grew up from the ground up. It was raised from the ground up. And a lot of, a lot of the artists that came from that started making hit records or even was into hip hop as far as DJs and MCs. They came from poor backgrounds. Right. You know, but right. um, they had the talent to do what they had to do to get to another level, to get to a professional level with their talent. Um, so it, it kind of, you, you see the struggles of a, of an NFL player of a rookie getting drafted into the NFL. And he talks about his background how poor he was, how his mother had to work such and such jobs. It's the same way with a, a person, a, a young man getting into the musical field of hip-hop. Right, right. So we we got that connection. This yeah. is why ball players always connect with the rappers. Right. Because they're like, yo, he had, he, he's not only talking about my struggle, he, he lived my struggle. He lived you understand? So, Right, um, right. Exactly. Man, it, it's always been a parallel between um, sports and, and, and music, and yeah. especially hip hop. Right. You know? um, I heard LL, um, he did an interview. I think this was around the time he was releasing um, or it, he, he was either he either just released or um, no, he, this was after he had released the radio album. And I think he was right. in between radio and the bad album. He did an interview. 
Um, he was about 16, I believe, 17 at the time. He did this interview that I saw on YouTube. And, you know, LL, I'm sure he grew up around in, in Queens, uh, an area that had impoverished areas. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm sure it wasn't horrible, too bad. But um, at the right. end of the day, LL was saying, yo, I grew up around this and that. I grew up around some struggle. I grew around, you know, I might have seen some guys shooting or slinging dope, but I'm not going to put that in my music. He said, right. he said, and I'm kind of paraphrasing what he said, but he said something to the effect of why would people want to come to my show to hear about how hard life is? So, right. so that's why I wrote the song Radio or Rock the Bells right. or, or Gold Cut Creator Go or I Need Love so that they can get inspired by what I'm doing instead of hearing how bad their situation is. And right. so I think that right there is a sentiment to a, of a lot of other artists as well. They may come from a background that might be hardcore, but then they're going to put what they didn't experience or what they would have liked to experience in their music to hopefully inspire yeah. somebody who's in that position. Um, yeah, I mean, it doesn't always have to be um, coming from the ghetto kind of song. Um, we came from the so-called quote-unquote ghetto. But um, we didn't go down that path of making those kind of songs as right. far as, you know, this, this, I'm this tough guy, I'm that tough guy kind right. of stuff. Because we didn't live that. Right. We've seen it, but we didn't live it. So why, why rap about something you didn't live? You understand? Right, so, exactly. Um, exactly. So everybody who's listening, um, I'm DJ360, international DJ, but on the line with me as well, my co-host, Cool Rock Ski of the legendary Fat Boys. Um, yes, I, I, I remember songs that you got, titles. I'm not even, without looking at paper, I can run off at least five names of songs that stand out to me from your catalog. Don't You Dog Me, Don't Be Stupid, Fat Boys Are Back, All You Can Eat, The Human Beatbox, Stick Em. Now, being that you may have grown up around an area where, that, where it may have been a little hard to deal with in Brooklyn, we wouldn't have known that from the songs that you all wrote, man. And yeah. Not, Definitely. Not well, so, the company wouldn't have released it. They didn't want us to go down that path anyway. Right. So, um, we didn't give up that kind of vibe as being tough guys anymore. Um, right. Like I said, we knew tough guys, but we weren't tough guys. Yeah. So, so. yeah I mean, it's, it's nothing wrong with um, being a guy who's who has aspirations of being an athlete or going to college right. or who wants to be a professor or whatever. If you want to be a veterinarian or engineer, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, I had a, I did an interview a couple years ago with um, Tracy Lee, legendary MC, and um, right. he's a lawyer now. He's like you know Tracy Lee Esquire, you know what I mean? Wow, and that's um, big. yeah, and and he talked about the fact that he used to. Um, um, I can't remember if he said that he never would tell people that he went to school or if he was always letting people know. But there's always this little um, uh, caveat in hip hop where you you have to be a street dude or you have to be this person who's super hard or thugged out in order to get some street credibility. But what about the guy right. who's who's, you know, really trying to make it? You know what I'm saying? Whether he's an athlete or an MC. Um, right. And not only not only with that, though. I remember seeing the Fat Boys. I remember seeing Run DMC at times, especially groups like NWA, um, Public Enemy, who would wear athletic gear, especially right. the Raiders, man. Um, especially NWA and Public Enemy. They're the ones that stand out the most as wearing yeah. um, uh, Raiders gear. And then you right. had, like, remember, I remember we talked um, a couple days ago, man, and you mentioned, um, you know, Georgetown and... Um, you know, yeah, the Georgetown jackets, the UNLV yeah, jackets UNLV. were huge. You know, they were huge back in the 80s and the early 90s. 
Um, even look at Tupac. We did the Brenda had a baby. He had a UNLV yeah, jacket UNLV, on. Exactly. And the beanie, um, the so, UNLV beanie, the whole matching. Yeah. Suit, you know, and um, you know, LA Raiders, Oakland Raiders, uh, and and it's like that mystique of the team. Even if it was the Cowboys or the the Pittsburgh Steelers or the Yankees, you would wear this as like a badge of honor. Like it was, it was super, you were super cool if you had this gear on, you know what I'm saying? I remember seeing you and the fat boys wearing this gear as well, like matching to a T looking fresh. Yeah, man. Everything was um, all about just representing the sports teams that you like, or even the sports teams you didn't like. The thing was the colors are the ones that really just brought it out. A lot of people like the all black Raiders, um, I was a colorful guy. I like to wear stuff like the Cincinnati Reds and the white jersey with the red patches. Yeah. Um, the Oakland Athletics with the green and the white mixed into it. So, wow. you know, we was just into all that kind of stuff because for us, it was fashion. Right. As well as just representing um, UNLV Rebels are just what, you know, what, what the name Rebel alone, people mm -hmm. wanted to represent that. Right. Um, the right. Raiders, the Black Jackets, you right. know. So, you know, it always was some some kind of sports um, attire you would wear, right? To um, just to show that you you know you're representing your team or you just like sports, right? You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, so. and, and shout out to shout out to Uncle Luke and um, you know two live crew down there in Miami. Yeah, man. Miami. They yeah. they used you know I mean they they're the persona and the image of two live crew was synonymous with the Miami Hurricanes, man. Like right, like they would have. Um, um, you know, some of the players, you know, their voices on their records. It was like they had a real connection. And uh I think that was pretty dope, man. Um now now if we connect hip hop and athletics and sports together and we go and say, Okay, have we ever really heard any real dope athletes get on the mic? And one of one of the first ones I would have to say that come to mind has to be Big Shaq Diesel. In the 90s. Yeah, Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah. <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal, man. He was down with the Foo Schnickens. They called him Shaq Foo. I remember they had a performance right. on the Arsenio Hall show. You know, and Shaq is like seven foot, seven foot one. Very imposing figure on the mic. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, like, and hip-hop embraced him. And he embraced hip-hop with open arms. And that was, you know, it was cool about Shaq. Because you looked at a lot of other NBA players. They really wasn't embracing hip-hop with open arms they might listen to it on the low but right. they wouldn't come out in public say they were listening to it you understand what i'm saying right so right when shaq came along he changed that whole structure yeah of how ball players looked at rap music but you know you what but you know what also cool i'm thinking about the atlanta falcons back in like yeah. the, the the late 90s mid to late 90s um, anyway, um mc hammer mc hammer then you had Deion yeah. sanders and andre risen they were out there and 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 I heard a story where Deion Sanders, and this is so hip hop right here. Deion Sanders pulls in to do his 40 yard um, dash. Um, I think he's at the NFL combine or he was doing something in, in preseason or, or he was preparing for his NFL um, situation. He pulls right. into the arena in a limo. Limousine, yeah. <laughs> gets out of the limo, runs his 40, kills the time. I don't know if he had it, 4 a uh, 4 4 or less. Gets right. back in the limo and gets up out of there. Right. And yeah, that, I remember that story. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and 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 the and the whole thing about the Miami, I mean, excuse me, the Atlanta Falcons at the time connected with MC Hammer. You know, it was a big right. thing, you know what I'm saying? And but but back to Shaq, man, like 
he had matter of fact he had this song called you can't stop the rain the remix right oh man that yeah shit, it was so dope man as a matter of fact cool if it's all right with you bro i want to go into that song and give the people an understanding of how Shaq had you know what I'm saying? The lyrical chops to get a platinum plaque for that album. I think it was his either. Yeah, 1997, yeah. I think that came out. Yeah, and he was, yeah. he was down with, um, I think it was Twism, his his label at the time, The World Is Mine. Peter Guns. Peter Guns, um, Lord Tariq, and yeah, man. At, at that time, yeah. I think um, at the same time, um, Lord Tariq and Peter Guns had the hot single. Around that time, I don't know if it was exactly 96, it might have been 95, 96, 97. Within those three years, um, the Uptown song, you know, uh, if it wasn't yeah. for the Bronx, this, you know what I'm saying? That whole um, era was, was in full effect. So, And not to mention you had Notorious in that song. Notorious, Notor yeah, 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 rest in peace to Big, man, absolutely. Yeah. Um, one of, one, another uh, fallen soldier in hip-hop who was a trailblazer, man, legend. But we're going to go into it right now. I want to go into that song, um, uh, um, Sha Shaquille O'Neal, uh, You Can't Stop the Rain, right here on the 360 University podcast with DJ 360. And my main and man, boy, cool rock, cool rock to the ski. Three sixty <laughs> University. We'll be right back. Shaq about to get busy. By the pound. I'm down for your crew to come to my crib and play. Wake up and fly to Cancun the next day. I'll fuel my jet, you can go and get your clan. No need for luggage, we can shop when we land. In this era, there's no half stepping in my circle. Try to get out that, I doubt that I hurt you. Play a hater's linger, this basketball swinger. Staring at my grandmother's ring on my finger. Black tie affair, my seat, no need to get it. I can rock my trism jeans and be the player most sweated. So dead it, let it go, my dose long and slender. More ice on my watch than in your block on December. Enrico Gonzalez, a quicker take your honey on a trip around the world. Let's spin this lake of money. Stop the rain. That's dope. That song yeah, is dope. That dope. That shit is dope. You're cool. Can you think of another MC or quote unquote MC rapper that was an athlete that that did some music? Um, I can think of um, you know. Um, I know Allen Iverson did a, a album, a controversial album. Yeah, um, yeah. Back in 2002, I think it was. Right. And the NBA didn't want him to release it. Um, other than that, I I, I, I know Damian Lillard, Lillard right now from the Portland Trailblazers. Right, he's they're going he's, back and forth. You uh, know, Marvin from the Shack. <laughs> and, and Marvin Bagley. Um, I think Marvin Bagley from the Sacramento um, Kings is involved in that battle too. Um, I really, think, I think that's where it where it started. Damian Lillard and Marvin Bagley going back and forth. And then I think Shaq got into it. Um, <laughs> I, I think Shaq released the diss song, and then he re remember the diss song. I think Kobe Bryant as well. He released. Um, yeah, he did, Kobe had an album. Yeah, yeah. He, had a, he did the yeah. whole video and everything, right? Yeah. 
yeah. did a, he did a song where he was rapping in, Itali- in, in Italian and he had um what's her name the the supermodel um she was on one of the songs with him Tyra Banks Tyra Banks right 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 yeah, yeah Kobe did his thing as well yeah and then and you know they but were... nobody had an impact like Shaq nah. Shaq had the biggest impact in uh, uh, as far as athletes crossing over to hip hop right Shaq had the biggest impact right know, now by far by yeah. far. You know, I, I haven't heard of another. Now, Damian, Damian Lillard, he got bars. I ain't going to front. But um, like you said, Shaquille's, Shaquille O'Neal's impact was is was amazing because he was able to be down with Cruz and hip-hop. And like you said, they embraced him. And hip-hop um, and Shaquille O'Neal at the time um, were synonymous. I mean, you look at Shaq, and he's up there dancing with the Jabberwockies at – you know, yeah. right before the uh, All Star Game, and he imbra- he's break dancing and spent doing backspins and all that. So, I'm thinking about this as well. Cool. Um, a lot of these athletes, they probably had dreams of being artists when they were younger. They just didn't have the means to get the equipment or get the studio time. But they had this super talent as an athlete um, that opened up the avenue to be able to do or utilize their other talent once they got the money. From being right. an athlete, you know what I'm saying. So I remember, right. I remember seeing a video or, or um, an interview that um, um, uh, Jalen Rose and and um, um, Chris Webber, what they were doing. I remember seeing Chris Webber in his dorm room, not seeing him personally, but on YouTube or something. I was watching where he was. He had a DJ set in his in his dorm room, you know. And this is one of the Fab Five. Great, one of the greatest teams in college basketball. You know, they they do yeah, it. 92, 93, yeah, 92, 93, the Fab Five pretty much embraced hip-hop as well. Hip-hop embraced the Fab Five, you know, right. just five black young men, um, rookies. Um, I mean, you know, what do you call them? Freshmen. Freshmen, right. Um, yeah, the starting five freshmen, there's it, it, nothing like it in basketball, in college basketball. And to start five freshmen like that. And um, right. yeah, they took the world by storm. Yeah, they, five. yeah they did. Um, and you know, Allen Iverson went to Georgetown and a lot of, you know, I look, I look at Allen Iverson's pre, um, NBA pictures, you know, he didn't have cornrows, didn't have all the tattoos and stuff. Right. But once again, getting, growing into yourself, you get paid the money, you find out who you are and how you, you know, you want to move through life. So he, you know, Allen Iverson became who he was or who he is. Yeah. You know, he never, let's not forget Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. Um, was a huge figure in hip hop. Right. Um, a lot of people mention Mike Tyson's name in this song, right? Hip hop song, right? So cannabis. He, Tyson you know, he, was. I remember him being on yeah. Cannabis's album. You know, um, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> eat, 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 eat yeah, them CDs. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know who else? Since you said Mike Tyson, being you know, a lot of people name check Mike in the, in, in their songs. Our president, right now, his name has been dropped in so many hip hop songs based on the fact of the. The money aspect, you know what I'm saying? Right. So, yeah. not saying that Trump is a athlete, but the fact that his name is in so many tracks that are from the hip hop culture that makes him kind of synonymous with hip hop. And if somebody would have told him that, or if, or if he knew that, he probably wouldn't appreciate it. Um, it is right. what it is, but he probably wouldn't appreciate it because hip hop is not seen as, you know, the culture for the world. It's like. You know this the the, right. the the bastard son of music. You know what I'm saying of of funk. And well, Barack Obama had that swagger. Yeah, you know, he, he did. embraced hip hop as well. He had Jay Z come to the White House. Um, um I think um Felipe. I mean, I'm some, what's his name from Chicago? Um, I forgot his name, but he came to the White House and performed 
Um, oh, Lupe, so, yeah, Lupe, he, Lupe Fiasco. Lupe Fiasco, my bad. Yeah, Lupe yeah. Fiasco, he came by to see him then. So he had a lot of um, hip-hop clout, you know? Yeah. Barack Obama. Right. You know? Laid right. back dude had the had the little Denzel Washington walk, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> and he had a mean <laughs> left-hand jump shot. If we yeah, were connected to yeah. athletics, you know what I'm saying? Barack Obama, I'm, yeah, I think he, play, he played basketball in high school, I think. Um, um, and you know he would people would make jokes. And you know, once once we get a black president, we're gonna get we're gonna have barbecue pits and basketball courts, <laughs> and car, cars on bricks at the White House. You know that old stereotypical yeah. garbage. But LeBron, I mean, um, um, President Obama had a nice jumper, man. Yeah. Um, um but. Let's let's fast forward a little bit to the fashion, like the hip hop fashion, and these artists. Like you got the the Air Jordan shoes been around since I was a kid, since you were a kid, right? Or at least a teenager. Um, the eighty what eighty two maybe the uh, eighty three eighty four. I think eighty four. They came out the first Jordan. I bought my first pair in eighty four. My first and only pair. Um, <laughs> I bought a pair of Air Jordans. I wish I would have kept them. And, but, if, uh, and if anybody yeah. ever wants to see what the first pair of Jordans look like, look like, look at the back of LL's first album, Radio. Right. And he has right. a pair of Jordan ones on, and he would say yeah. it in the song. Um, uh, what was the song? Uh, Cold sporting Air Jordans, and I'm on the ball. Disappeared for a right. year, now I'm back, y'all. So, Jordan, LeBron James, Magic Johnson, Kevin Durant, Larry Bird. Patrick Ewing, Allen Iverson, um, Anthony Hardaway's with hard shoes. Hardaway had, yeah. I think he might have had one of the dopest shoe lines, like you know, coming from Nike, man. Like those phone posits. Charles Barkley had some nice ones, yeah. Those uh, Charles Barkley, um, you could name it, man. Dennis Rodman had a shoe. Um, Oh man, remember those? Yeah, Yeah. remember those Dennis Rodman shoes? Rodman, yeah. yeah. And um, Sean Kemp had a shoe. I think his was Reebok. You know what I'm saying? And Scotty Pippen. Scotty Pippen, yeah, the, the flights. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, um Kyrie Irving has a hot shoe out, man. But it's like yeah. um, but but in hip hop culture, it's like that's part of our swag. We wearing Jordans, you know, the you know, one of my favorite shoes of all time is the Jordan two and the Jordan eleven. Right. And right. you know, with the patent leather, it's like you got to I wore those to my, my senior prom. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and we standing in a circle. Senior prom busting freestyles in, in the cipher, and I got on a, a tuxedo with the Jordan 11s on. This is 1996, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, hip hop and athlete, athletes, man, is definitely um, um, a connection there. Um, oh, yeah, always been, always will be, really. I mean, yeah, I mean, now that you got Shaq and Lillard going at it, I mean, it's just, it's just, it's just it increases now. Yes, yeah, you might have a, a rapper want to battle a ball player. You know what I'm saying? So that'd be crazy. <laughs> that'll be dope. But get them at the um, you know, the URL or, or the uh, you know, the underground battles. Get get a get, right. Get, get Shaq in there with Dame Lillard, Lillard, Lillard man. <laughs> Turn the beat off and let them go at it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like Conceited says on um, you know, Wildin' Out. You know, tell DJ D Rex to stop the beat, man, and let them go at it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That would but, be funny. Yeah, man, we're right here on the 360 University podcast. You know, um, I want to uh, I want I want to give a special shout out to um, everyone who's listening, everyone who's been um, chiming in and giving us suggestions, sending us emails. Keep them coming. If you want to hear a, um, a you know a certain topic on the show, let us know. We got a lot of guests coming. As a matter of fact, um, for the third lesson in this podcast series, I think cool. I think it's time to bring. I think it's time to bring a special guest in, man. 
And we oh, gonna, definitely. Yeah, and you, and, and you all, you all, we're gonna do an interview on lesson three, and um, I need you all to, you know, listen and pay attention to us on social media. So when you find out who that special guest is, you all can start to chime in. And if it's an artist, um, I'm not gonna say whether it's an MC, a DJ, a, a real estate agent, or whether it's a, a an, uh, you know, anyone that we get on the find out what they do, and then you can start requesting. Um, some of their art or whatever their their talent is. Um, so when we have our show, you you know we'll bring it to you. Um, but you can reach us at 360upod. That's 360upod at gmail.com if you want to send us a, a um, you know any anything any suggestions, show topics, concerns, um, anything you want to let us know. And on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, you can reach us at 360 University. That's 360-U-N-I-V-E-R. S-I-T-Y, but you got to put the digit one after university. So it's 360 University One on all the major um, social media sites. And, you know, we're on all these apps. Cool, look, man, last time I checked, we got about 15 apps strong that we're on. Spotify is coming. That's dope. Yeah, man, we, dope. We, we moving. We on 15 deep. Um, Spotify is coming. We're on Apple iTunes right now. We're on Anchor. We're on Google Play Music. Um, and if anyone wants to, you know, go ahead and check out any of these other app following apps like Bowcast, Breaker, Castbox, Castro, Highcast, Himalaya, and much more, um, we are there. Podcast Nine, uh, Radio Public. So we're there. Just type in 360 University. Subscribe to the show. And anytime we release a new lesson, which are the we call our episodes lessons, ladies and gentlemen, you'll get it straight to your device or whatever you're using, you know, your app, your, your, your Android device or, or your Apple device, whatever you're using. So this is pretty yes, cool. Sir. This is pretty cool. Um, cool. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. cool. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And shout out to Jay-Z though. I don't know. It's been a bunch of, you know, conversation about Jay-Z. You know, he's definitely a hip hop icon. He's a legend in hip hop. And he is now in a position with the NFL, you know, um, what do you think about that? Like, I want to get your, your, your ideas, your, your, um, you know, what you think about that cool as far as Jay-Z in the position he's in with the NFL. I mean, you go from 1979 to Rapids of Light came out to 2019 and Jay-Z is involved with the NFL, the biggest conglomerate, um, in sports in America, the biggest money-making conglomerate of sports in America. And you have a hip hop artist, a MC a lyricist at the helms that's big <laughs> that's, that's huge. huge that's huge that's brother. huge so i mean it just shows you how far this culture has 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 come how far this music has come and how, you know it, it, it just it's self-explanatory you know just the coalition of rap and sports right and you know who's better to have at the helm of that than you know one of the greatest businessmen in, in hip-hop history. In history, you know, right. You know, Jay-Z himself. Jay so, you know, right. he said I'm it. all for it. I'm uh, yeah, all for it. I'm with that, man. Um, uh, I think it was a strategic move. It came with a little bit of controversy. It came with some naysayers, you know, because the whole thing about... Well, Jay anything that, that involves you moving to a higher echelon. Right, right. Um, when it comes, especially when it comes down to finances, um, there's going to be some sort of controversy. How did you get there? Right. What's your agenda? Why are you there? Why are you, you understand what exactly, I'm saying? Exactly. You know, us as black folks, we have to stop at we have to stop looking at things from a conspiracy theory when we when we reach we, we reach a certain plateau right. in our careers or whatever we do. Yeah, so I mean, you know, Jay Z is at the top now, man. I mean, he's been at the top of music and I think he had um I mean, 
Jay-Z in the Brooklyn Nets. I mean, come on. He brought the Nets over yeah. from New Jersey to his borough of, Brook- of Brooklyn. You know what I'm saying? I think that was Right. Crazy. So it, it, it wasn't a hard stretch from him to go from the Brooklyn Nets now to the NFL. Every, like you just said, everything is a strategic strategic move. Right. So, you know, um, listen, people want to say what they want to say. People said a lot of stuff about us. People say a lot of stuff about anybody once they reach a certain plateau. Right, right. So, uh, but the thing is, hard work is where is is gets you a whole lot of places. Right, right. Um, talking about it is not going to get you. There. No, the hard work is going to get you. There. And for all you faithful so, people um, out there, faith without works is dead. I know y'all heard that. All of you who have a praying grandmother or some praying parents, if you pray all the time and you're faithful but you ain't working, you ain't gonna get nothing but right. dreams and prayers. You know what I'm saying? Right. Which is great, but and the fact that everything, everything is pretty much um, ordained for you from the from the day you're born, anyway. Right. So what's meant for you, what's going to happen? You understand? No matter what your circumstance, right? Right. I, no matter what you say. I heard Michael Jordan's dad, uh, along with what you're saying, I heard his dad say, and I know you out there heard, remember this um, documentary on Michael Jordan back in the um, '80s called "Come Fly with Me," right? Um, his dad said, you know, this boy, if he had to work, he was going to be hungry and starving because he, he didn't want to work. He wanted to play basketball. Right. And look what he turned out to be. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Michael Jordan, if you ask him, he probably never worked a day in his life because he was doing what he loved, what he loved right. to do. Um, and shout yeah. out to somebody. There's an, you know who else comes to mind when I'm thinking about um, hip hop and sports? I'm thinking about Master P, bro. This is yeah. <laughs> he, he tried his hand at basketball, and he actually you know? got an opportunity to suit up with the Hornets and play in an NBA yeah. game. I don't, I don't think there's another NBA player, or excuse me, another hip hop artist who can say that they played in the NBA, even if it was for. I've never seen it before, except him. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like you said before, I think um, Nelly had a tryout with the St. Louis Cardinals. You know what I'm saying on the baseball tip. Uh, right. I think Suge Knight. Uh, might have gotten drafted to the L.A. Rams. Yeah, he played in UNLV. Yeah. He played with the Rams. Yeah, and I did play with the Rams for I think for a preseason game. Right, and but but he made it. You know what I'm saying? He can say that he played right. you know, NFL. But um, matter of fact, I, I want to do another song break, man. I want to go into "Make Him Say Uh" by Master P. Now that I'm thinking about yeah. it, because that was a big song when I was living in Atlanta from 1999 to 2015. Man, Master P in the early 2000s. Between Master P and his whole posse had no limit records, and Lil John and the East Side Boys, man, that and the Hot Boys from New Orleans, they set Atlanta and the whole Dirty South, and I think the whole world on fire with the music they were putting out. Oh yeah. But one of the most, oh, you know, yeah. one of the most energetic songs of that time, make them say "Um" by Master P. Yeah. And in the video, you can see basketball being played, you can see the jerseys and the whole hip hop community coming together with athletics, man. So. Right. Let's go into that right now, man. Um, Make them say "um" by Master P. And when we come back, No Limit Soldier. No Limit Soldiers, man. Shout out to New Orleans, everybody from No Limit, all that legendary label. I think Snoop Dogg was even signed to No Limit for a little while. Yeah. Um, but we're gonna go into it right now. Make them say "um" by the legendary Master P, who had his hand yes, in the NBA game, put the jersey on, shot a free throw in the whole nine. Master P, make them say <laughs> "um." Let's go, 360 University. Oh, no. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make them say, uh, it's the 360 University Podcast. I'm your international homeboy, DJ 360, along with my co-host. Cool rock to the ski, legendary fat boy. Yes, yes, yes. And as we wrap this up, man, it's been a dope. I think I like this episode, man. It's been pretty dope. You know? Yeah, I like it. Uh, I, I like the whole concept. Yeah, the concept was dope, man. And, um, you know, the whole rags to riches story that can happen on both sides of the spectrum from athletics to, to hip hop and, the you know, going from virtually having nothing to having a big dream of having something and then eventually getting yeah. it and all the money that you can have at your disposal. I mean, look at people like Floyd Mayweather. He was linked in with 50 Cent for a minute. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So athletics. Yeah sports and um hip-hop linked together you know what i mean and i even saw justin bieber come out one time with the boxer was it wasn't it floyd mayweather for floyd mayweather yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah little wayne with him at one little wayne exactly so but yeah i mean and, and i'm gonna go out with this last we're gonna go out with this this last connection mama said knock you out ll cool j hip-hop legend with a with a boxing reference. If you look at the video, he's in a boxing ring and you know, right. guys are getting punched in the face. So it's a whole hip hop connection. Everywhere you go, I think hip hop can be found. It's not going anywhere. For all of you out there who are stubborn and in your ways and don't agree with the young generation expressing their uh, perspective in hip hop, it, all, what you should do is just embrace it just like um, hip hop embraced athletes like Shaquille O'Neal and Allen Iverson and Damian Lillard and um, um, Marvin Bagley and who's to say that they weren't hip hop before they started rapping before basketball exactly they were probably hip hop exactly. too they probably wore it you know uh, I, I, I could... let's not forget that Curtis Blow made a famous wow. song a huge song let's not forget... called basketball wow damn how did we forget that at the... basketball it's crazy matter of fact yeah. you know what I think we're gonna go out with that cool I think we're gonna go out yeah the legendary the king of rap Mr. Curtis Blow Man, 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 man. I'm so disappointed in myself that I didn't think about that. But shout out to Cool Rock Ski for being on top of the game and shouting out somebody who you actually worked closely with, man, at the beginning of your career. First album. Did our first two albums. Yeah. yeah he did our first two albums. How, how is Curtis Blow, um, just to kind of get an understanding of how he is in the studio really quickly before we go into the song and, and close this lesson out. How was Curtis Blow in, in the, because um, one of my favorite songs of Curtis Blow is 8 Million Stories. Um, yeah, I love that. Man, it, yeah. and, and, and um, If I Ruled the World, you know, the original version, yeah. shout out to Nas and um, Lauren Hill, but, you know, um, Curtis Blow had the first, how, what was he like in the, in the, in the studio, man? Um, just laid back and cool, you know, just a really professional individual to work with. Pretty much just gave us room to roam, just let us just do what we do. You know, we had a lot of fun working with Kurt, our first two albums. Um, you know, at a time where, you know, we there weren't no big producers working with rap artists. You understand? So, right. And Curtis Blow was uh was as big as they come in rap. And he was producing. So it was it was kind of crazy just to see him in the studio when we first got there, you know, just looking at him like, wow, that's Curtis Blow. <laughs> you know, so Wow. Wow, dope. He's had a lot of fun just working with him. He's, you know, he's just a legendary. He's just like, he's on the Mount Rushmore of hip-hop. Yeah, absolutely, you know? 100%. Absolutely. And that's it. We right here. I'm your international homeboy, the incredible DJ 360, along with... Your boy, Cool Rock to the Ski. Yeah, yeah. And the legendary fat boys. Yeah, 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 yeah. Brrr, stick them. 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we right here in the 360 University podcast. Lesson two is in the bag. Cool. We're going to get ready for um, lesson three, episode three. And the call yes, to sure. action right now, the call to action for everybody out there is to get your, uh, get the app, download whatever app you would like for, um, to hear us on, whatever wherever podcasts are um, played. You can find us and share the word, spread the word, subscribe, like our episodes, share us on social media, follow us so you can see exactly what we're doing. But right here, lesson two is in the bag. Look forward to lesson three, episode three, where we'll have a special guest. And we're going to go out right now to the legendary Curtis Blow and his song, The King, the King <laughs> of Hip Hop, King of Rap, Curtis Blow with Basketball. All right, we'll check y'all out. Yes, sir. And see y'all next week. Peace.